0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Beautifully Healthy. I'm Dr. Allison Key, and of course, I am joined my, by my esteemed colleague and right-hand lady, Erica Smith. Hello. As always, our friend Seth is here uh, recording and producing and hiding his face in the shirt, waiting to <laughs> see what's going to be said <laughs> next. Making sure you do not have to edit anything out. Uh, yeah, he probably edits a lot of things out. But today, we're talking about my very favorite topic. And if you know me, you know that that's ice cream. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I was on a deserted island... I would take ice cream. If I, I can go on any diet, so long as I don't have to give up, up ice cream. <laughs> if you tell me I can't live without ice cream, I don't wanna live. No, I'm just kidding, that's maybe extreme, but I almost feel that way. I don't know, it just makes you happy. It does, it does. So we are your biggest fans, Mike.
1: Well, thank you very much, we appreciate that. It means a lot to us.
0: Tell us, uh, introduce yourself, tell us about you Who and your
1: family. It? My name is Mike Rafferty, and I'm one of three owners of local business Butter Dutter Ice Cream, homemade ice cream.
0: It's literally the best ice
1: cream I've ever Uh had. I appreciate that very much. It means a lot to us. Uh, My brother and my father and I opened Butter Dutter here in Bremen, Georgia, uh, July 24th, 2018. Uh, It's our very first business we've ever owned. it's my first job in any sort of kitchen environment from manufacturing background, actually. But Interesting. Um, we decided to give it a go, and uh, we're, so far, very happy that we did. We're very happy that we chose this city, actually.
0: Well, I'm quite impressed because, you know, Bremen's not a huge town, it's a small town, and there have been some ice cream shops come and go through the years, but the winter seems to kill them. So, uh, you guys have done well. I don't know anybody that's not a fan.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's really heartwarming, especially since we're not from the area. We're yeah, where from, are you uh, from? From Boston. Y'all aren't area. from here, are you? No, ma'am. <laughs>
2: yeah. Accent gives it no, away. <laughs> no,
1: from uh, the Boston area in and around Boston. Mother and father, Jim and Jane, moved down here in 1995 due for my father's job, moved them down here. They immediately fell in love with the state. And they uh, didn't want to ever go back. My father says you don't have to shovel snow. Uh, Heat. Doesn't have to shovel heat. Sorry. Yeah, (laughs) got caught in the snow. Uh, My brother, Kevin, who for the five years before we opened was the executive chef at Southwire in Carrollton. Uh, He did three of those five years from downtown Atlanta. And then he met his now wife, April, who lived in Carrollton. So he was coming out on the weekends. So he's driving out here seven days a week. So I started looking for a home out here. He looked all over in Carrollton, couldn't find anything he liked. And then he looked in Bremen at her behest and uh, he found a home that day, actually. He was under contract, but he undid that contract. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting that house, so. Holmes
0: and Bremen are a commodity. The Bash. initial
1: plan had him keeping his Southwire job and starting up the Butter Dotter, but that immediately became too much, but that's why we chose the location we chose, because it was in between his house and Southwire, and we just couldn't be happier with the location. It's worked out really well. Uh, we Again, you know, you never really know, Opening a your own business, as I'm sure you understand, yeah. is uh, exhilarating and terrifying all at the same time. You just don't know. I can still remember the day we opened. I was wondering, is anyone going to come right. at all? And how is this going to work out? And now we're almost into two years. And location one, we have a second location now on the square in Carrollton. And uh, people seem to like it.
0: Oh, I love it! Yeah, we all do. We have standing Mm -hmm. orders here, a couple times a week. (laughs) Milkshakes on Tuesday. Very good to us.
1: (laughs) People, Uh, like you mentioned, the winter we were unsure about the winter. We're um, somewhat restricted on the things that we can offer, but with Kevin's background as a traditional chef, it really opens up a lot of other possibilities for us. we aren't allowed to make sandwiches and soups or salads. Those three things by our lease actually. We're not allowed to what? make.
0: Really? Oh, non-compete kind yeah. of things. Uh-huh. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. So, well, you don't look- need sandwiches, soups or salads cuz your pizza is the bomb. So that's how Correct. we end
1: up at Pizza Up North. We get we have something called beach pizza. We call it beach pizza cuz you can only get it at the beach, but it's it's a Sicilian style bakery sheet pizza where you make it on a big sheet tray and you sell, you know, square slices. And, and if you want extra cheese, they take out a piece of provolone and put it on there and put it back in the oven. If you want pepperoni, they put that on there and put it back in the oven. So it's a, it's a really unique type of pizza up in that area. So one day we were just, we said, what if we tried pizza? So initially we did the sheet style one and we would have lunch specials you know two slices in a drink things like that and we would just sort of heat them up throughout the day but then this year we decided to go with personal pan sized pizzas and kevin makes the dough from scratch he makes the sauce from scratch and and um That really comes through in the quality. It's It's delicious. So good.
2: good. And it comes with a scoop of ice cream and a drink. (laughs) And a fountain drink. (laughs) And
0: I could literally eat it every day. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) It is very good. It's like Chick-fil-A.
0: Yeah.
1: We've had a lot of people tell us that it's the best pizza they've had. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a terrific chef. There's no two ways about it. Uh, And the
2: flavors y'all come up with. Like, some things I'm like, I'm not about to eat that. And then then I eat it, and I'm like, okay, not (laughs) so bad.
0: (laughs) My kids love the Pop-Tart ice cream, you
2: know, like... Oh, mine yeah, are obsessed one, with the nerds right now. Yeah, the nerds. We went to the wrestling tournament and y'all had a little mm-hmm. stand set little up outside, drop. but y'all did not have the nerds. And I thought my three-year-old was going to just have a meltdown.
1: Yeah, just meet the
2: nerds. Uh. Uh,
1: probably in the two years we've been open, we've probably come close to a hundred different flavors we've That's tried awesome. here and there. Um, the negative side of that is you're kind of always disappointing someone, which is tough, <laughs> to, <laughs> is tough for me. Like we don't come around back to them quickly enough. And now with the... You know, each batch we make is uh, six gallons of ice cream. The machine that we have will make six gallons of ice cream in, in about eight minutes. Oh,
2: wow. uh, so we
1: make up the recipes to taste the way we want to. And you put them in the machine, and then six, seven minutes later, you get out what essentially is like soft serve type consistency product, and then it has to freeze for 15 to 20 hours before it's moved to a tempering freezer, which raises the temperature a little bit to make it scoopable. Um, so... Now, with the second location, we make a batch. One bucket stays here in Bremen. One bucket goes to Carrollton. So you kind of run out of them quicker, essentially. So you got to kind of make more. So we're right now, we're in the transition of trying to figure out how to make mm-hmm. enough. We're also selling um, packed ice creams out of the University of West Georgia bookstore. Oh, they, wow. They came to us and wanted... They actually wanted us to have a, a kiosk-type thing there on That's the what campus. what we
0: design, y'all. It's like a little cooler thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So the, she, uh, the lady in charge of the bookstore, who's a very nice lady... Uh, Elizabeth, her last name's escaping me, but she decided she couldn't get any traction on the meeting for the kiosk, so she just said, "I'm going to buy a freezer and put it in here and have them sell it That's out awesome. There. So That's awesome. Yeah, that would have been
2: perfect up. during just class. Yes, I might have gone to class then.
0: Yeah, even more than the freshman <laughs> fifteen. You know, it'd been
1: like the freshman fifty or something. But yeah, some of the things, um, you know, the flavors. You know, we just think of things that we love. You know, uh, in New England, actually, the two most popular items purchased in advance of a blizzard are. Beer and Pop-Tarts.
0: Huh, really? Beer beer you can put outside in
1: the snowbank if you lose power. So it's basically losing power. You know, you can put the beer outside and it'll stay cold. And the Pop-Tarts, you don't have to cook them to eat them.
2: Fair enough. But you you take
1: something that you love and you see if it translates into an ice cream. So I wasn't was. so
2: sure about the banana pudding in ice cream form, but oh it is my bomb. And the key lime pie mm-hmm. will make you want to slap somebody. <laughs> is so Butter pecan still my favorite. Or the Vietnamese coffee Oreo. Yeah, everybody likes that one.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. Okay. <laughs> Number one, where does the na- Where'd you get the name Butter Dutter?
1: Uh, that's probably the most asked question. And you can't um, say
0: that without smiling. At me. No,
1: you can't, actually. Um, when we officially decided we were going to do it and make a run at it, uh, we were on a conference call, all of us, and Kev spit it out like he's had it in his back pocket for. He's years. been thinking <laughs> about it, it for a while. while. He's been thinking about this. It for just us. came, it just came out, and we all liked it. And
2: it's catchy. It's it problematic is.
1: sometimes. You have to spell it all the time, and the way we've spelt it and um, constructed it, the way that he and I like it to look, makes it look like all one word so we get you know we have couples that come in it's fun they say you got to settle the argument for us is it buttered udder or is it buttered dutter <laughs> and i don't really care it's an udder as as right. milk comes from a cow's udder but if you say them both quickly enough they sound exactly the same yeah anyway. especially so I in think the south to me i think it's added to, part of the charm is people trying to figure that out
0: second why ice cream i mean he's an executive chef it was ice cream his idea well a collaborative idea. As a
1: family, there are five of us. Um Kevin and I have an older brother, Jim, who's in the medical field actually. He's a surgical technologist, and my sister-in-law is an emergency room nurse. So he he for some reason didn't get the ice cream gene, my older brother, but the other four of us need to really be supervised around the product. <laughs> so we've always loved it. I mean my memories of growing up thirty-five minutes north of Boston, actually, we're in a town that technically was smaller than Bremen, actually. A lot of my growing up years were spent in a town, you know, that you don't lock your doors and everybody knows everyone. And after our baseball games, we go to this place called the ice cream scoop. And that's where everyone would meet up and and have ice cream after the game. And we've just always loved ice cream. And we're all pretty much addicted to coffee. So um, 10 or 11 years ago, in between traditional restaurant jobs, Kevin couldn't find a restaurant he was intrigued enough by or interested enough in and he found a uh, listing, a job opening for a place called Toscanini's Ice Cream and Coffee in Cambridge, Massachusetts. It's on Mass Ave, right in between Harvard and MIT, with endless amounts of foot traffic. It's owned by a brother and sister, and they make ice cream on site. And that's where he learned how to do it. Awesome. And he did that for about three years, and then he missed cooking food. Uh, so he, that's something they couldn't help him with. They wanted to keep him, but... Uh, the brown butter brownie we serve, actually, is one that he invented in Boston when he worked at Toscanini's, and that won Best of Boston two or three times, I think. Um,
0: Best of Bremen, maybe that's, you yeah. know what, we have somebody from the chamber coming in we're going to talk about and do yeah. that, mm-hmm. some Best of
1: Bremen. So that's where he learned how to do it, and then he, <laughs> that's went, back, awesome. uh, he went back to cooking food. Um, And then he got the job at Southwire through a friend of his that he met that he went to culinary school with, who was the executive chef at the time. And then he left, and that's how Kev got the executive chef. So coming, circling back to when he moves to Bremen, to be closer to April, effectively, one of the first things he does after unpacking the boxes, because we all have ice creams, he Google's ice cream because he wants to know where he's got to go. And McDonald's came up, and the and Dairy Queen. Yeah, I was about saying. Saying, yeah,
2: good luck finding their ice cream machine working. Uh, the
1: Dairy Queen, <laughs> but the Dairy Queen, like at the Heflin exit, like yeah. an exit down, mm-hmm. you know. So there was nothing close. There was nothing closer than McDonald's, and that wasn't working, like you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and the Dairy Queen was just far away, and and. They love blizzards. I never cared for them, but my my brother and father actually love blizzards. One time I asked Kev what he loved about the blizzard, and he turns out he likes the really long uh, spoon.
2: (laughs) I agree. I like that
1: spoon too. (laughs) They would get them, but uh, it occurred to him and us that there just was no, there's no option. Like there's no ice cream, unless you're going to go to a grocery store. So that's how we started kicking around that idea.
0: Have you all ever worked together before?
1: My father and I have worked together. My father and Kevin have never worked together, nor have Kevin and I ever worked together. So, so how's my, that working out? It actually works out great. Uh, <laughs> we all get along really, really well. Uh, we never argue. Both of my brothers actually are my best friends. And I, I mean, I can't, I can't recall many disagreements we've ever even had. Uh, so Kev's really easy to work with. I th- try to be easy to work with. So I mean, we're two years in. We haven't
0: Killed each other. Yeah, dad. we
1: haven't had to call the that's police. That's incredible. Yet. Uh, yeah, um, and dad just you know he's even though we're into our mid forties now you know we still don't make you know life decisions without <laughs> running them by dad. You know uh-huh. it's just kind of the relationship we've always had. So
0: that's a blessing though to have somebody that you respect in your life that's older, wiser, mm-hmm. and right.
1: Yeah, and it works out really well because each with of enough. us have defined roles, um, somewhat defined, as defined as they can be in the chaos of, of owning a year business. Two. Yeah. Um, Dad handles all the business side stuff, you know, paying the bills and uh, anytime like new events or things come up, we we divert those to him and Kev does all the baking. I've taken over most of the ice cream just because with the pizzas and the bagels, he makes bagels from scratch, mostly for um, 4am roasters buys them now, but Mm. best bagels you've ever had. It's oh, hard I to find bagels. a good bagel. But he makes bagels from, you know, so he's making, you know, red velvet cookies, salted caramel brownies, you know, blondies, chicken pot pies, pizzas, cinnamon rolls from scratch, cheesecakes. So he's got a lot going on there. And then I sort of handle, you know, the store manage. Management and the employees, and then the ice cream, which
0: so. I would say is probably the hardest job. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's just uh, challenging. Inspe- experience uh, as
0: a small business owner. I don't have any children. Of my HR own, part, the uh, part. Kids
1: to me are a challenge. <laughs> uh, but we've been very, yeah. very lucky. Uh, <laughs> we have 19 kids that work for us. Wow, that's awesome. And um, they're all great. I don't know how it happened, but. <laughs>
0: I would be fired I don't for know. eating them.
1: Yeah, we product. pretty much. Um, I liken it to owning a pool, I guess. Like if you don't have a pool, you'd think you'd be in the pool all the time if you had one. But once you have a pool, you don't really go in it all the time.
0: Okay, well here I'm going to say this what. Same thing for OBGYNs.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to say the words. No,
1: go, go, say it.
0: Not saying it. Yeah, so they, ass- uh, they y'all get can to assume. eat, and
1: drink whatever, pretty much whatever they want while they're there, but. Um, they stay pretty busy. They're all great kids. We're very lucky. We've been we've been blessed on that front.
0: So what's next for Buttered mm-hmm.
1: Uh Well, right now we're trying to... These corporate secrets. <laughs> we're trying right now to uh, beef up the Carrollton location. So it took the Bremen location a little bit of time to catch sure. on. And now it stays pretty steady. And, and to your point, you know, we're even... You know, we never have had thoughts of closing for the winter because we do stay busy enough with the... Um, oddly enough our busiest times are cold and rainy mm-hmm. if it's
2: that's when i you know, feel like, like i a want ice cream lifter and also
1: i think there's something to be said for ice cream in 100 degree weather just melting all over yeah. you yeah. Uh, making you feel really full you know milk or dairy products on when it's a hot, hot day or just not great and we do all right in those days um but the cold and rainy days have proven to be the best so we bought a truck we have a ice cream mobile I don't like to call it an ice cream truck. It's not a traditional square ice mm. cream truck. It's a, it's a van that we. As creepy as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we bought it from a shaved ice guy in Atlanta. He has four of them, but it has a window on the side of it you can serve out of. So it's like I mean, a food truck. A, yeah, it's, for oh, yeah. ice cream. We yeah. painted yeah. it the same blue that the store is, and it's a. The chief actually told me, un unprovoked, he said he goes, I think you guys will do all right because people know who you are and. But he said, I can't tell you how many times I've been called out of bed by people saying, get this creepy ice cream truck out of my neighborhood, you know, because yeah. that's like you're saying about TikTok. It's the new place where pedophiles will buy an ice cream truck <laughs> yeah. or drug dealers. And so we're going to steer clear of those things. But So we you're tried also it out. You're probably one not time.
0: trying to sell ice cream at 2 a.m.
1: No, we've only driven it out <laughs> uh, right now. We use it for events. We get hired by a lot of the schools, local schools, um, bring it out there we had it at the high school for the wrestling event. I think Uh, we
0: had y'all for the first
1: mobile event you ever did. Probably for our
0: grand opening because you brought it in coolers. You didn't have a truck yet.
1: Yeah. See, we were trying to avoid that stuff. So we had a big giant wooden box made on legs with wheels and we had to, you know, you got to fill those big coolers can hold three buckets of ice cream, maybe four, but then you're putting 40 pounds of ice in there to Mm -hmm. keep it cold. So you need two people to, you know, it's just kind of a pain. And we still were doing that at Milltown because we go up to Milltown. Mr. Redding has us up there for every show, and there's something coming there. I don't know if any of y'all ever go to those shows, but we're normally stuck up in front of the stage mm-hmm. in the corner in the dark. But don't tell anybody, but we're getting the clothing store. Sweet. Oh, yes, there. nice. Mr. Randall's an absolute sweetheart of a man. He He's is, He's been so Absolutely. good to us since day one. He's one of the first people we spoke with because the first spot we looked at was the it was a checkers and then owens barbecue in between mcdonald's and the cracker barrel we looked at that spot first but that got a little bit out of our reach um pretty quickly by purchasing it and then changing it into what what we wanted it to look like but he's stayed in contact with us since then and he's just been incredibly helpful to us
0: he is a he is a fine human being you'll never find anybody that says anything bad about him he
1: is really an amazing guy yeah The Oak Ridge Boys was our first show at the Milltown, so we ended up up there. So on like a year later, we've been to basically every show they've done there, and the Oak Ridge Boys come back to town. So it was sort of an unofficial one-year anniversary, so we had a plaque of appreciation made up for Randall. And Kevin and I aren't very much for attention, uh, so we just wanted to drop it off for Randall. (laughs) They they told Kevin that he was, oh, why don't you come up on stage at the Uh, beginning of the (laughs) show and present it to him in front of the crowd, and Kevin... I said, I'll I'll come with you if you want. He said, well, you can just go if you want. (laughs) So we ended up, we got to hang backstage for like 30 or 40 minutes with the Oak Ridge Boys, which was funny because it turned into just like us old guys complaining about aches and pains. (laughs) (laughs) Really, like immediately went to that and we just didn't realize we were with the Oak Ridge Boys. But he's just been so, so great to us, Randall and his family. Awesome people. We'd like to get more involved in some of the offsite things. We're trying to do that. We have a lady in Heflin that's about to open a bakery that contacted us. She wants to sell our ice cream in her bakery.
2: Aren't y'all in the donut shop? We are in Sprinkles
1: Donuts and Villarica sells our ice cream. Mm -hmm. So, our plan in a general sense is to just get as much ice cream to as many people as we can and just see. Kevin and I would like to have 100 locations, you know, and always have this Bremen one be the original one. I have daydreams of Guy Fieri like going to this one.
0: <laughs> Even though every state
1: now has two. Like he would come to this one because it's the mm-hmm. original one, and this one will always be here. Um, it's because the people, the people here have been so, so great to us, and we could never leave.
0: Well, good. That makes me happy to hear. Mm-hmm. Ever makes me very happy to hear. So uh, Kevin doesn't miss cooking regular food.
1: Well, as it turns out, he gets quite a bit of opportunity to do it um, with the chicken pot pies, shepherd's pies, the pizzas. I think right now he's got a nice mix where he can, you know, the thing about working solely at that ice cream shop that he worked at was that that's all he did. And I can, you know, it's just like anything really like it can get get, monotonous monotonous after a while. Um, That's where new flavors come up. And, you know, we do make some sorbets for dairy free people. Um, We haven't. We haven't mastered this sugar-free yet, and we're not hundred percent certain how much energy we want to put into that. Because it's kind of like one of those wants,
0: splurges. Like if you're just gonna, if you're going have yeah, ice cream, just have it. Mm-hmm. My
1: mentality is, it's we're an old-fashioned bad for you ice
0: cream.
1: <laughs> you know, it's just it's, You're not <laughs> See, gonna. See, I fight have it me. in my
2: brain that it's not that bad. It's like homemade. Well, I mean, so it's, it's good. It's not terrible.
1: I mean, we do have dairy-free people that yeah. tell us it doesn't bother them, and we have diabetics that come in regularly and tell us it doesn't move their numbers. so there is something to be said for the oh, yeah. maybe their
0: numbers are bad to begin with maybe because oh, yeah. yeah, sure. they, they come in and
1: holler numbers at me i'm like is that good <laughs> i don't know i don't know what you're talking about is that good um we did try sugar free but sugar and salt will raise and lower boiling and freezing temperatures so when you sugar is what makes ice cream scoopable the more sugar that's in it the harder it is to freeze so when you take sugar out of it it freezes like cement Mm. Um, so what we need to do is find something in nature that isn't sugar that chemically reacts with the other ingredients exactly like sugar
0: have you tried stevia
1: we haven't tried well we tried stevia in the batch um, xylitol is really the only one that we yeah. can find but that's um,
0: diarrhea inducing
1: and definitely <laughs> to uh, dogs
0: oh so no Elvis would give be our, so like, unhappy we get a lot cups
1: and we're immensely dog friendly so just the fact that it possibly could get to a dog is enough for us to not use it at all
0: you always heard chocolate was uh, dangerous for dogs and I'm sure it is in certain quantities but Elvis has eaten mass I'm talking about whole whole bags yeah. of Reese's he is a chocolate <laughs> magician and it never seems to face <laughs> him Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess everything in moderation, I suppose. But
0: <laughs> My grandmother uh, says that that's not true because would you apply that to extramarital affairs and illicit drugs?
1: Yeah, why not? <sighs> well, I guess there's an argument for everything, I guess. <laughs> well, how about most things in moderation? Not that,
0: right? <laughs> Ice cream for sure in moderation. Ice cream yes. for sure, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, we like the fact that it's just sort of an old-fashioned type of... You know, the strawberries is made with real strawberries. We don't use um, food coloring. So our mint chip is not this color. It's not a shade, a light shade of green like people expect mint to be, but that's just food coloring. Um, we came up with the Cotton Candy Nerds because it has natural flavor, uh, coloring in it, you know? So the kids love that. Kids will oh, gravitate yes. to anything that's colorful. The blueberry is made with real blueberries, you know? So the peach is made with so on and so forth. But we don't like to... Um, the Oreo Freshman is made with actual mint. So we steep a pound of mint leaves in an ice cream base for 24 hours, and then we blend them in and then strain them out. So it's actual mint that's in there. Hmm. It's not mint extract and things like that. We make our own chips for chocolate chip and mocha chip. You know,
0: I feel better and better about eating this I didn't the say it, like It just all things like reinforces, you know, like, use, this is a good choice. We <laughs> buy the
1: pecans from a local guy who has pecan or pecan, I don't know. The pecan. debate rages uh, He's got uh, pecan trees on his property and you know he was in having ice cream one day and he starts asking questions and we now we buy pecans from him. Um, Your coffee's delicious. The coffee is amazing. When I used to come down, uh, obviously Boston is Dunkin Donuts land. Uh, you can't stop at a red light without seeing four different Dunkin Donuts <laughs> up there. It's, it's the way Waffle Houses is here. <laughs> but, like, more of them. You know, they're everywhere. Because when you buy a Dunkin' Donuts, you buy a region. You don't just buy a store. So you get a specific area, and you can put as many of them in there as you want. But no one else is allowed to put one in your huh. area. Huh. So people literally will put them on both sides of the street. You know, so you catch people going both ways. And they're always full. Always. Um, so when I used to come down to visit... When Kevin was living in the city, we would go to this coffee shop right around the corner from his house called Drip Coffee. It's been in several movies since they film endless amounts of movies around here. But I had never had coffee that good. Like I would sip it slower. I just couldn't get over how good it was, whether it was hot or ice, whatever. I just You couldn't make me a big enough one, and I would take forever to drink it. I would schedule flights around it. I'm like, oh, I could, if I fly in this time, I can go to drip before they close. I can get out, you know, go before they open, before I leave. And then when I moved down for good at the end of 2017, I lived out in Loganville, which is 90 minutes east of here, where my mother and father live. And there's a donut shop up the street from their house, a coffee gave me the same, the same feeling. And I found out they were both serving this Batdorf and Bronson coffee, which is roasted in downtown Atlanta. There's a husband and wife that own it in Olympia, Washington and they bought it in 1986 and it's sort of grown so much for them since then they needed a roastery on the east coast to keep up with the demand so they picked atlanta so i just went on their website and i reached out to them and uh within two days i was in there for a tour of the roastery and you can go in there for a tasting and eventually i like to think we might have like lattes and and fancy it up a bit um but that's a little bit down the line. Those, uh, but they'll have me in for you know week two weeks and teach me how to be a barista for free. And how fun! They're super great people to work with. So we order beans on Monday, they roast them on Tuesday, and we get them on Wednesday. So it's awesome. always super fresh. Mm-hmm. Always fresh, uh, and it's one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, I love it.
0: What's I your favorite flavor ice cream? Oh man, this is a tough one. Who knew this would be I can the give you a question? Current favorite. Current
1: favorite. Oh. Current favorite is white chocolate macadamia. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. I haven't tried that
1: one. Um, it's a white chocolate base, so we melt white chocolate down and infuse it into the base of the ice cream um, as we do with the chocolate, the regular chocolate. Uh, and then we make a ginormous white chocolate macadamia cookie from scratch and we just bust it all up and throw it all in there. So it's... Mm. It's something. Milky Way, that one and Milky Way are my two favorites right now Milky Way was a flavor up north it's hard to find places that make their own ice cream so everyone up there uses this farm called Richardson's Farm and they had this Milky Way I used to get it all the time and it's funny because I used to think that if I went into this place like three times a week I used to I used to feel like man (laughs)
0: Right? <laughs> and now
1: we have these customers, some of them come every single day and it's, it doesn't make me feel any kind of way except happy. You know, like, I don't think, oh, so this buddy. guy's here again. Like, hey, welcome back. So I had it all wrong, but um, it took I us feel. a while to get that. I have my
2: one. credit card on file a bit.
1: I almost have it memorized, but, uh, but it's in safekeeping. Um, It took us a while to get that one right because I really wanted it I could remember in my mind how it was when I had it but I couldn't get it to be like that so it took several the first three or four that we made were not like the one that we have now but I think we have it the way we want it now so that's part of the fun too is trying to figure out what works what doesn't work Um, have there been any flavors that have been a total flop bacon jalapeno (laughs) Uh, so that is uh we get a lot of customers that are saying hey have you ever thought about this so we had this one fella
2: oh my come
1: in every single time he would come in and and borderline beg for bacon jalapeno We, we don't do it as much now because we're busier trying to keep both stores in the in the van running around but so we made it bacon jalapeno and Spoiler alert, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> like y'all I should, y'all should
0: do a, a contest like Ruffles. Yeah, does. we've talked about this. Have people submit.
1: We have an ideas. orange creamsicle we make that was customer
0: requested. Yep. I love an orange um, creamsicle. I have had one of those since I was a kid. Uh,
1: what else has not been great? Grape nuts didn't do well.
0: <laughs> a lot of people don't know terrible. what grape nuts is.
1: <laughs> I think the bacon could fly, like maybe maple bacon, something like that. Yeah. Maple ice cream with a bacon flavor in it, but the jalapeno's misplaced, maybe for like a jalapeno festival. We have one guy that comes to us, uh, he's come to us both years that we've been open, but he owns a food truck that specializes mostly in venison and gamey meats, Uh, but he goes to the sweet potato festival every year, so he had us make him a sweet potato casserole ice cream Mm. that he sold out of in about 30 minutes, but we've never made it for the store. And we've made two flavors for weddings where the people asked us not to remake the flavor so it would be unique to them. Hmm. Huh. Um, so we made one that was uh, strawberry cookies and cream. We made them a batch for their wedding, and then we've never made it ever again. So just kind of something that they have had that no one else would have.
0: Sounds like something I would do. Mm-hmm. My love affair with ice cream. <laughs> uh,
1: but most of, them, most of them go pretty well. Um, you know like ginger snap molasses is a good seller for us but I don't I don't like ginger snaps or molasses so I don't you know there's just this try to have something for everybody mm-hmm. you know, some people like all of them some people don't like the Viet coffee obviously took off like crazy um, that's a big one butter Brickle's a big one which is the traditional butter ice cream like butter pecan it has heath pieces in it instead of mm. pecans
2: Oh, yeah, that's the Spa girls over there. Um, they,
0: they get real stuff. feisty about that. <laughs> <They like them. laughs> well, what's your favorite thing about living in the South? Do you miss Boston? You're glad to be here? Uh, I miss
1: mostly food related things yeah. and my friends you know we we were blessed um, very blessed like all of my best friends, I could name ten to fifteen people that I could at any given point refer to with that moniker. I've known them all since I was five years old. Um, so I mean these people have been in my life in a positive way for 40 years now. So I miss those people. I miss lobster, stuff like that. By and large, I don't miss it. I think it was the right time. I was the very last one to move down to the South, but I left a job. I quit a job I'd been at for almost 19 years and I sold a house. So my mother and father came down because of his job. So they got moved here. You know, Everything was covered. He already had a job. My older brother, our older brother came down, didn't know what he was going to do, so he ended up coincidentally spending a lot of time at a hospital with my father at the time, who's fine now, but he really enjoyed that environment, so that's how he ended up going to a technical college to become a surgical technologist. Now he runs that program that he went through and then his wife now is was one of the students that came through, so mm. Um, then Kevin's lived here twice but he came back about 8 or 9 years ago but he's a chef, he can do that wherever he wants right? so out of all 5 of us I felt like I was most locked in where if I came down and didn't like it I hate smothering humidity Um, (laughs) but I also hate shoveling 2 feet of snow to get to work at 6am so I I was nervous it took me longer to make the decision because if I gave that up and came down here and didn't like it the way they did I couldn't necessarily just undo it and just go back but I've not been homesick one day. Good. Not one day. I love it. I love the people. I love um, just the whole culture. And I think it's because of that town. I spent a lot of my time in. Growing up as a small town, I like places. I like having places to park. Uh, <laughs> I like yeah. uh, you know. I like quiet. Besides the trains, which you get used to here pretty mm-hmm. quickly, but I just really enjoy the the idea that you can go. I go to stores and places. I see people that I know. You know, and I genuinely am happy to see them. They seem happy to see me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the small town feel. Yeah. I bought a house in April, thankfully. Um, so, you know, Kevin and I both live in Bremen. Uh, we, have a, we have a nine-year-old nephew out where mom and dad live and they're gonna stay there until he has no more time for Graham and Pop, you know? Like, yeah, until right. it's not cool anymore, once they're free of that, I think, or once, cause she's soaking up all the grand, cause that's of the only course, one she's yeah. gonna get.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't know I'm that. Saying
1: it live on the podcast. You don't right know that. I'm pretty sure.
0: Anything could happen. Um, well, but you could fall I in love like with a done. 24 year old, and yeah,
1: that could happen too.
0: <laughs> I suppose you could have five children in the next five years. You never know.
1: You never know. Hope they all like ice cream. <laughs> uh, but I just love. I love a lot of things about this town. It's a great town. Very happy to be
0: here. Well, we're very happy that you are here, and we appreciate all the support you give to the community, too. Yeah, we're
1: happy. We're so blessed. It's the least we can do for the way that the community has treated us since we got here. And plus, we just thoroughly enjoy being a part of it. So.
0: Well, good. Well, we're thanks for coming on our it. podcast today. My pleasure.
1: Thanks for having we me. We
0: enjoyed it. All right, y'all. Till next time, eat ice cream and stay healthy. Bye. Bye.